Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. Hey guys, I am releasing a podcast today. This is the best of the BurtCast. I had released this earlier. If you've never heard it, it's really great. There's a bunch of hilarious stuff on it. The most important reason I'm the reason I'm releasing it is there's a workout at the very end by my buddy Chris Ty Walker, and I'm trying to get back in shape, and I can't get this best of the BurtCast back on my phone, so I didn't have the workout, and I'm hitting the road, and I wanted it on my phone, so I thought, fuck it, why not re-release it? <laughs> So that I can do this workout. This workout is fantastic if you got a treadmill. Uh, I'm going to have him back on the podcast soon. I'm going to have a friend who teaches yoga do a 30-minute workout, yoga workout, like a, like a sweat your ass off. That's going to come up. Um, May 2nd, I'm releasing Kira Sultanovich. Kira's got an hour special coming out. You'll hear more about that May 2nd. I'll be releasing that this weekend, or Thursday, Cinco de Mayo. I'm in Philly for the Call and Sick to Work show. I don't know why I'm doing promos. I, I'm not, I didn't edit anything out of this, so it just starts. Um, on this, just if you're curious, uh, Bill Burr, I'm sure tells the story of Death Grips. Mike Calta, a.k.a. my buddy Cowhead, uh, I think he we he fucks around with me and my daughter. Matt Mira has me laughing. Shane Moss tells the story of breaking his ankles. Either that or, or smoking crack with his sister. Big Jay Okerson tells a story about, about Kurt Metzger. Ben Bailey tells a story about Louis Anderson. Ali Spagnola and Keith Myers and I write songs. The pirate songs on here. Uh, and at the very end, at the last, I don't know, 15, 17 minutes, is this great workout. So I wanted to work out today, so I thought I'd fucking release this so that I had it on my phone. That's it. Hey everybody, it's Bert Kreischer. Oh, that's a bad thing. Time to clear my throat. Did I say clear my throat? Is this a solo podcast? No, it's a best of Bertcast. Hashtag best of Bertcast. Hashtag best of Bertcast. So do me a favor. Go tell me your favorite podcast you've heard on here and the clips. It would be great if you could tell me where they are on the podcast so I don't have to listen to them because I already had the conversation. It's weird listening to yourself. But, uh, uh, and the ones that aren't here, tell me what you want to hear, and I will post another Best of Burtcast. I'm going to do it as often as possible, but I'm going to try not to do podcasts where I'm thinking, I'm overthinking about, is this going to be a Best of? Although I had a conversation with Brendan Schaub about Cadbury eggs today that fucking made me lose my mind laughing. I had a great podcast with him. I hope you've already heard that one. It was just released last Friday. This is now Tuesday. Let's let's call it Tuesday. Um Maybe it's Monday. I don't know when you're listening to this. This is the best of. Uh, on this episode, you will hear my buddy Cowhead, Bill Burr, Matt Mira. I have the fitness special. That'll be the very end of this podcast. So that I like to work out to that on the road. So it's the last 17 minutes. I think 17 minutes. So save this podcast. Download it. Keep it in the last 17 and keep working out. That is Chris Ty Walker. He trains over at Barry's Boot Camp on La Cienega and all over LA. And he, it is an amazing workout. It's a great way to lose weight. A lot of people have told me that that's helped them lose weight. Um, I mean, I'm kind of a lot like the biggest loser. Uh, Shane Moss. Uh, there's two clips from Shane. He is 
maybe my favorite new human being I've ever met in my life. Uh, there's the pirate song. I mean, who didn't want the pirate song, right? That's on here. Uh, Big J Okerson, Ben Bailey, and Ali Spagnola and Keith Myers, me. And uh, it's 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 a fun. I, I want to keep doing these. I'm doing these for a number of reasons. All things comedy. All things comedy is the network which I'm on. We're gonna put a best of. Uh, podcast out from all your all our podcasts uh, me ari tom push uh bill uh al uh fucking dave anthony uh I'm, why am i drawing anyway i wish i could just say all things coming go to all things um i'd like to thank my sponsor nobody because i don't do sponsors because i don't want to have to read them i'm already bad at reading things myself so <clears throat> Let's just get to it, right? Why even fucking wait? I know what you came here for, and it's not me. All right, first up, this is uh, this is a very important uh, interview I did only because I was at the point where I wasn't sure I was going to keep doing this podcast. This guy did not know that at that moment because he was coming to tell me on all things comedy. This man is Bill Burr, a guy I've known for 15 years, maybe, uh, and, uh, and, I, and a guy I deeply respect, and... In a very fanboy way, because it's one of my favorite clips in the world that I've watched over and over by myself in hotel rooms, wanting to have one of these moments myself uh, in life, I had to ask him about the Philly experience. And I could tell by the look on his face he didn't necessarily want to talk about it, but but we got done the interview, and here I am not knowing if I'm going to keep doing this podcast, telling him I'm totally going to go with all things comedy, but... And Bill said to me, you know what, man? That was one of the best interviews uh, I've ever had. I've never talked about that Philly thing. And uh, and I appreciate it, man. That was great. Thank you. And I was floored. And I was like, fuck it. I'm stuck with this podcast. I loved it. If I get compliments from peers like that that enjoy doing it, then all to it. Any love for Priscilla. And that's half the reason Priscilla's still alive is because Bill Burr loves Priscilla. So uh, so enjoy this. It uh, it ends with me laughing. And by the way, if you like me laughing, that is all you're about to hear for the next Hour and change is me laughing with my favorite comedians and working out. Bill Burr, episode 20, best of Burtcast. So, and I know this is, I hate to fucking ask you this question, but like, walk, can you walk me through that Philly, that Philly set? Because that's one of my favorite things to tell people that don't know. Like I told Travel Channel about you, like we were having dinner. Right. And um, Al had said you had, had an you have idea. dinner with Travel Channel. I'm having what what does with... Travel Channel look like? Uh, white, no. <laughs> tall. I thought like, like you just Asian. said it like like it was uh, a name. We're hanging out with Channel tonight. No, Michael Channel. No, Travel Channel. It's like his it's younger like all brother. The, all the execs, and they're oh, talking okay. about stand ups and good stand ups. And Al, a long time ago, had told me this idea that I guess you and him had had, and I didn't tell them the idea, but I told them about. I told them about your Philly experience. Right. And I was like, it's one of the greatest. It's one of those moments where you get chills. Where you, As a comic, you go, <laughs> it's like, fuck it. So wait, just tell, like, tell me what, how, what uh, happened. I've told this story a zillion times. So I've I'll never give, heard it from I'll you. I'm dying. I'll give a bridge. Ver- it, what happened was it was the Opie and Anthony traveling virus tour. And everybody knew a show like that was coming. You just didn't know when. Yeah, and we and we had done Worcester, we had done some place in New Jersey, and this was the I think the third stop, and we were we were we were relieved Worcester went well, yeah, because at that point I think we were doing the walkovers and just you know, you forget that there's a lot of great regular people that listen to that show, 
but like based well, on the but, based on the, but when the you did, four thousand you run into. No, but no, no. But when you because when you did the walkover, it was just these these psychos. It's like do you understand like the level of commitment to a radio <laughs> show? It's like eight in the morning we're walking over. It's like don't you people have to go to work? Like what what do you what do you do? And like. I always equated it to like Howard Stern. Like I always listened to Howard Stern and everything, but I would never go to the mall yeah. to see Gary or one of those guys. I love those guys, but I had shit to do. Yeah. So you were getting like this fringe kind of crazy. So it was and the people who call in and all that stuff. It's like I'm one of those guys. I sit back and I watch the circus. I don't jump in and become a, a part of it. So I don't paint my face for the game. Yeah, so exactly. So th- we were seeing, perfect analogy, we were seeing the face painters, right? <laughs> the face so, painters who have painted their baby also. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. So when we went to go do Worcester, like it was just a great show. And they listened and they loved comedy. And it was like this pleasant surprise because in the back of our heads, we're thinking, you know, well, at least the people calling, hey, shit, dick, go fuck yourself. The people who call in. So then we go to do Jersey. Dude, Jersey was like one of the greatest fucking gigs we ever had. It was amazing. They were just like, it was a perfect summer day. Yeah. Everybody was listening. Everybody killed. Everybody had a great show. I was like, holy shit. And right as I started to relax and I'm thinking like, okay. This is going to be perfect. This is going to be a great tour. And I'm hanging with my friends and Opie and Anthony are here. And fucking, this is just, this is the greatest this is one of these tours I'm going to remember. I remember awesome. hearing about the tour and going, fuck, man. That is something I wish I had been a part of because it was like, just seemed like fun. Yeah. Like, and, this is, and this is pre-everything that is social media today. So it's like, it's like maybe you'd catch wind of it on MySpace or something. Well, YouTube, like, YouTube existed. YouTube existed, it, but it, it, but it wasn't like, it was, I, maybe I didn't know how to run the internet the way I do now, so I couldn't get all that I needed to know about it. Right. So I just knew about all the. It was the early days, chocolate yeah. rain days of yeah. YouTube, very <laughs> yeah. early. Um, so then we, we our next one, the Philly gig was actually in Camden, at this oh. place called the Tweeter Center. It was like an amphitheater, so I it sat like ten thousand people. So we pull into the venue, and there's literally people in fucking Eagles jerseys throwing footballs like they're tailgating. And I rode down with Bobby Kelly, and we immediately were like, uh-oh. It just, just – and there was this – fucking pay money to be in that car. There was just this creeping feeling of that you will, you will just – that this was going to – you just – I don't know. I don't – you just you – just, I still can picture this guy throwing the ball. Like when I – when I, I have like – you know, it's – you know, you can't remember everything. I just – Remember driving in, and Bobby was driving, and I remember we drove down and saw some people with a Wow sticker on the back of their car, and he goes, "Let's freak them out, right?" Well, the Wow stickers are the Whip It Out Wednesdays, yeah. the promo there. So we beeped the horn, and we fucking just stick our heads out, you know, at the whatever. And they were they looking at us like, "What the fuck's?" And then they kind of recognize us, and then they freak yeah. out, and we laughed, drove away. So we had a great time coming down, and we're laughing and joking around, thinking everything's gonna be great. So, anyways, kind of had a backtrack. We pull in. And it looks like the Eagles are playing the Cowboys or something. Yeah. And we're like, this is a fucking comedy show. Are they having like a, uh, a, a preseason game here next? Like, what's going on? So we got in there and um, yada, yada, yada. It's still broad daylight because it's summer. It's outside. And the place holds 10,000 people and maybe like, I don't know, 35, 40% are in there. 
maybe 20% are sitting down. The rest are walking around trying to find their seat. And Voss goes out and brings up the first act, who I'm not going to name his name because he got boo- He went out there. He was from Philly, had all his family there and all that type of stuff. And it's not Dom Irera, if everybody keeps guessing that one. It was broad daylight. He goes out there and just does his act. And within, I don't know how many minutes, <laughs> he starts getting booed. And, dude, everybody backstage is just going like, oh, God, in their own way going, it's, yeah. it, it's going to be one of these. Yeah. right? And I'm looking at the list, how far down the list am I? <laughs> this is how it's starting. So he goes out there and, like, by the end of his act, it was this core group of people that started booing him. And then it got a little bit bigger. So there was probably, like, maybe like a thousand people just chanting, asshole, <laughs> asshole. And this guy was so dear in the headlights, he just ends his act with, like, as they're chanting asshole, he just goes, thanks a lot. You guys have been great. Good night. Right? <laughs> and gets off stage. Had an absolutely stunned look on his face. And I went up to him to try to console him, and I was kind of doing that, dude, dude, while kind of laughing because yeah. he had this stun, like, what the fuck was that? So then Voss goes out. Voss goes out, and he starts doing time. And you got to understand, Voss is doing time in front of a, a crowd that's sort of going in. I don't know why we started it. Maybe it was one of those things you had to be out of the venue by a certain amount of time. These people were getting fucked up and they were still throwing footballs around and were walking (laughs) into the stadium and Voss starts trying to do his shit, which was impossible, dude. It was like this bright sun. It was ridiculous. So they start turning on him and he he goes, hey, he goes, you know, watch your mouths or I'll bring so-and-so back. And he, oh, yeah. and he shit on the first guy. And to me, he just turned the keys over to the crowd where they do the Caesar thumbs up, thumbs down, <laughs> which, is, which is the vibe Voss likes and the vibe I don't like, right? <laughs> so, dude, the, 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 line, the, the lineup was insane. Like it, Tracy Morgan, Patrice O'Neill, Ralphie May, I think Bob Saget, Robert Kelly, Dom Irera, myself, Opie and Anthony, and Jim Norton closing. Yeah. So, people, I don't know. Like, what's his? I, mean, I I knew something was fucked up when Tracy Morgan went out, and he was supposed to do fifteen to twenty, and he pulled up at about seven minutes fifty seconds in the middle of a bit, just stopped and went, "Thank you, good night, God bless," and just put the thing down. And you know that deal, dude. You do those uptown rooms, yeah. They boo in those, and you go into the black rooms enough, you can feel a boo coming, yeah. And he was just looking around. It's just, like he saw the he saw the the ocean go out, and he went, "Oh, there's a tsunami coming, guys!" Smartest fucking dude in the night. He he looked at this bunch of crazy drunk white people. They're not gonna remember if I did seven minutes or seventeen. Yeah. God bless. I'm out. Put down the mic and fucking walked off. And then uh, Ralphie did his thing. Patrice did his thing. Bob said, "I think Patrice closed out the first half." And then they had a break. And at this point, now the sun's gone down. And now it starts to look like the apocalypse now, like bridge scene that you see on the, on the YouTube video. <laughs> and um, what happened? They showed a video in the middle. Their video in the middle during the intermission was some guy had an ear infection. And somehow he dribbled some of the stuff out of it. And then another listener drank it. And then somebody watched who was watching it threw up in a barrel. So that was the uh, let's all go to the lobby <laughs> moment. <laughs> <laughs> of that show. So then the second half started. Bobby went out. Bobby went out and killed. 
had a great because one of the big myths is that everyone was bombing. They weren't. Patrice killed. Ralphie killed. Uh, uh, Tracy went on early. Tracy, the son, was going down. So yeah. he he was the smartest guy. He was doing fine, but it was starting to be like all right already, like that. You just the, there's no way to the, you had people sitting on grass. There was lawn seats. Yeah. In broad daylight watching stand-up comedy, and you're this fucking big, and then there's a big – and they're hammered. It was an impossible situation. So Bobby came out to start the second half, and he killed. And then Dom went out, and Dom fucking A-level material, standing there delivering it, and uh, about three-quarters through his set, the boo birds started coming back. Now, nobody is booed since the first guy, so yeah. let's end that whole myth. And the first guy went on around 7. This is now around 9.45 at night, which is always great. You know, let's do a three, three and a half hour comedy show (laughs) outside Outside. of a drunk people. What could go wrong? During the change of day to night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Dom, about three quarters through his set, they started. The Boo Bird started. And he just stood there like eloquently. And he, he just said, you know, he goes, I'm not leaving. He goes, what, why would you think I would ever leave? And it was just almost like philosophical. And they were kind of like, oh, yeah, what, uh, what, what were we thinking? And they kind of <laughs> stopped. And then, uh, and then he ended the set. He ended it on a good note. Um, and at that point, I was, I was annoyed. I was just annoyed because I was sitting there going like, this is one of the greatest comedy lineups that I've been as far as up and coming guys that I've been around, yeah. And these fucking people are are treating everybody like shit, and you know, and I'm a defensive, fucking angry dude anyway. So it was just kind of the perfect storm. So I walked out there not even nervous. I was like, these guys don't even deserve a show. Fuck this. What the fuck am I even doing on this tour? So basically, I did the reverse of you praying. <laughs> I went the completely other way. I walked in there like I was walking into like fucking Vons to go buy a fucking chicken breast or something. You know, like uh, I had no nervousness. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they introduced me and the fucking whatever curtain or whatever I walked out from behind. I looked out and I just I was like, oh, my God. So I was like, fuck, what joke am I going to do? So I, I did the first one. and It wasn't working. So I bailed on it. And then I did this next joke, which I didn't realize they were playing as the radio promo, so everyone had already heard it. I don't know what, dude. I didn't want to do the show at that point. So really, them booing to the level that they did was my fault. Like, I wasn't wasn't a professional. What I should have done was I should have kept my head in the game to survive it. So I came out and threw gas on a fire that was already going, (laughs) and I pulled up halfway through the second that second bit and I said something like oh what you guys aren't going to laugh at that and then it was just this thunderous boo and I basically I just snapped because I didn't want to be there I just kept thinking the whole time backstage going I didn't have to be here Yeah, I could have been in a place in front of 150 people that wanted to hear my jokes I would have made 10% of what I'm making tonight and I would have been happy Yeah, I don't fucking need I've done this. I've been humiliated. I've had enough shit thrown at me. I'm 15 years into my fucking career. Whatever. What was it? 06? 14 years into my goddamn career. Okay? I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> okay? God. So I, that was the vibe that I came out with, which was a fucking stupid vibe to come out with. So whatever. So I, they booed me, and I just snapped. Because I remember the time when I got booed. 
another time, I, I didn't leave the stage, but afterwards, I just it just kept gnawing at me the faces of people in the crowd, just thinking like, I let that guy boo me. Yeah. I let that fat guy boo me, and I didn't call him fat. <laughs> yeah. I let that dumb chick. I didn't call her a dumb chick. What the fuck is wrong with me? And I never made a point to say that. Well, the next time that happens, because who yeah. thinks it's going to happen again? Or who thinks it's going to be fucking a hundred times worse? In a fucking stadium. Yeah. So that's basically what happened. And I'm a big sports guy. And that's really what saved me. Because people go, oh, you, t- you turned the crowd around because um, they respected and blah, blah. No, because what it was, it was in Jersey. So it was close enough to D.C. It was close enough to New York. And it was, and it was in Jersey and Philly. So what you had was fans of... The New York Giants, the New York Yankees, the fucking New Jersey Devils, the Washington Capitals, the Washington Redskins, and all of them oh, are in yeah. the same division. And and you're and making they fun fucking of... hate the Eagles. They fucking hate the Flyers. They fucking hate the Phil- Mets fans. Hate the Phillies. Yeah. Giants, uh, Redskins oh, fans hate I, the that's Eagles. So, so that's interesting. So that's what it is. So I started shitting on their teams, and I know my stuff when it comes to that stuff. And I just so happened that I was also in a city where they were having this championship drought. So it just became it. That's what it became. It's I, I can't remember what I started. I think I just started just saying mean shit about their moms and wishing AIDS on them and everything. But then once I got into the sports <laughs> thing, that's that's when it 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 took off. Um, like all that fuck the Liberty Bell and shit. I was just just anything I could think of yeah. Philly at that point. But when I, I was doing the sports thing, and I've never watched it. I've seen clips, but I never really watched it. But like it was the sports thing that that really that dragged. I mean, there might the, have been, the, and, the, and, and if there was people from like fucking you know Western Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh Flyers is one of the biggest rivalries ever. When I made yeah. fun of their slacks that they wore. Yeah, you know, well, the, one of the, they the, called the, them a bunch of faggots back when you didn't get in trouble for saying stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there was nothing homophobic about it. <laughs> it was just like that's why I love that Louis C.K. joke when he talked about the word faggot. Like I never associated that with homophobia. I just, I just to me that just meant you were a douchebag and I couldn't count on you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. So, um, and it still kills me to this day that I forgot to bring up the Seventy Sixers. Really, I forgot to bring up the Seventy Sixers, and I already and, and I instantly knew I was going to say something along the lines that the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers, all you have is Allen Iverson, and the the rest of the team is just like this crowd, a bunch of nobodies going fucking nowhere, or just something along <laughs> yeah. those lines. I mean, it was all the same thing. The the, the well, the the fucking hammering, the thing that. You know the thing that is that was like the hammering home, like you, like one of the best stand up. Uh, like five ten minute sets I've ever seen. Have you ever seen Bernie Mac when he came out and oh, and I'm not a, you know I, I'm not yeah, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Sc- yeah, hit that and then boom 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 boom. Yeah, I ain't scared of you, you motherfuckers. You don't scare me. Yeah. You, Patrice told me about that. What? Patrice told me was told me the was like but to this, watch that. Well, no, he just told me about it for years because we came up in the '90s before like you know the internet was just a bunch of computer nerds. I don't know playing ping pong. I don't know what the fuck it was at that point. Yeah, and sports lines. But but you you couldn't. Uh, there was no YouTube was still ten years away. So he told me about that and was basically saying the same kind of thing that a bunch of guys were getting booed off stage. And Hamburger Jones was the one before him, I think. 
Is that his last name? Hamburger Jones. Hamburger. Hamburger. Yeah. So uh, he told me that he came out and was like, you don't scare me, New York. I'm not afraid of you and all that type of stuff. And so that's the thing. Like, that's why, like, I get undue credit for the Philly thing. It's just like the Philly thing happened right when YouTube happened. So, So there was somebody there to document it where, like, Bernie Mac, rest his soul, had already done it. No, 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 no. It's it's the thing that I pulled out from both of them was you you had the you had the I ain't scared of you motherfuckers in that fucking seven minutes. Seven, when you did that, that's the part where you get chills because you go like at one point you're saying it as in this is I got I got ten more minutes like oh fuck. And then at one point you're like I got like you're almost reveling in the fact that I have seven more minutes to make fun of you like it's and it's it's the same. I was never reveling. It might look like I was, but I wasn't. Oh, fuck it, it. I, I had a fucking headache at the end of it, and I was uh, like two days afterwards. I was still I was locked. You ever hear like when they say somebody has uh, uh, his he 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 had a, he had a, a death grip. Yeah, you know like I remember hearing this hilarious story. I remember watching this with my mother, and we were laughing our asses off the way this guy <laughs> described this. This fucking these two guys are flying like a Cessna, and they hear this rattle in the back, and it's the fucking door in the back, one of those old school doors that you you it like this you open it, and the stairs are also on the door. Remember yeah. those? Yeah, and they'd flip down. So he went to go shut it, and the fucking <laughs> thing flew open. <laughs> so the pilots up there, like, oh my god, my friend just got sucked out of the plane. <laughs> And then he's also thinking, he's thinking, how am I going to land this fucking thing? Because the door hangs down lower. I think it hangs down lower than, than the wheels. Yeah. So long story short, he fucking lands the damn thing. And he's wiping tears away. And he fucking gets to the back stairs. And there's his buddy. Feet still in the plane, head down at the bottom of the stairs, holding on to the fucking the banister thing. And he's talking to him when the guy's not saying shit. So he had he had to step over him. And the fucking paramedics got there. And they had to talk to him for 20 minutes. Because he had a death grip. It's just like your body overrides whatever that is that makes your muscles tired. The last grip it had is don't let go, motherfucker. And like he was there for like 45 minutes. My mother, we were crying. They didn't, they didn't tell it as, as colorful as I did. All, this is how funny my family is. All they just said was, yeah, it took us a half hour to uh, get him to let go of the stairs because he had what's known as a death grip. And we just fucking... You just saw the whole thing just oh. roaring. You saw the pilot standing there like, oh. Jerry, Jerry, it's okay now, Jerry. And him just fucking still mentally at 30,000 feet or whatever. I guess you couldn't be that high. You wouldn't be able to breathe. But So um, so anyways, I had like mental oh. version. Like I was walking around New York and I was looking at people and just thinking insults. And I, I'm not joking. It took me like – it was mentally traumatic. Really? was not funny. No, dude, I had a headache. All right. I hope you enjoyed that. I'm not laughing right now because I'm not listening to it right now, but I was laughing then, and that sounds weird that I'm not laughing now. But next up, we might as well keep in this New York motif. you got to understand, the guys 
on this podcast that I have come out from New York, I feel like I have a main connection to because we all knew each other when all we had were dreams and drinking problems. <clears throat> Big Jay Okerson does not have a drinking problem. He, he, he used to have an eating problem. He's lost a lot of weight. Ari Kit tells me that every time he sees me. You know, Big Jay lost a lot of weight. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I can tell. <clears throat> this is... Uh, and I do this a lot is I ask people to tell me their favorite story, my favorite story that they tell, because I like to tell, like, have you heard Big J's story about this? And this is a story I've told about Kurt Metzger a million times. And Big J told it to me, but told me a new story that I'd never heard that got me laughing even harder. Guys, this is episode 98 of Best of Burtcast. No, it's just a, it's, by the way, I don't make this confusing. Just episode 98 of the Burtcast. The, it's just Birdcast. Let's just call it Birdcast. But this is hashtag Best of Birdcast. Big J Okerson. I, my recollection of Kurt, and this I know this is incorrect, but all my recollections are incorrect from that period because my favorite story about Kurt is actually totally inaccurate. The yeah. fucking let the cat go. No, it's not inaccurate. No, at but all. Kurt said I like we did uh, we did Montreal, and he goes, you know, I I <clears throat> I don't want to let you down. Because Jay and I talk about this, but like your favorite story of me, you know, I just, I don't want to take the wind out of your sails, but like <laughs> there's more to it than that. And I, and I was like, I don't want to know it. I don't want to know it. He said, he always said there's more to it than that, but I'm telling you, when he came back to me and said, <laughs> This is maybe no, the, no matter what maybe he does, the, yeah. This, uh, during this time, I remember, I remember Kevin, I, I kind of remember Kevin, but I really remember you Kev, and Kurt. By the time, by the time this happened, Kev was gone. Kev was in LA. No. By this, no, by this story, by the time the story, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, me and Kurt lived together. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But, but when no. we were driving up from Philly every day, it was me, Kevin, and Kurt, and Keith Robinson. Right. But when I met the three of you, I remember, I feel like Kurt was dating his sister, or not, not dating his sister, but his sister was there too. His sister might have been there. Yeah, his yeah, sister yeah. was living with you guys or something? Oh, no, no. His, his girlfriend, his, Jessica Delfino. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, do I know her? She floats around comedy still. Okay, yeah. She plays guitar, does guitar comedy, basically. Um, but uh, or his, and, but his sister or something, and then, but Kev would come on and he'd do uh, like he he had like a tight seven minutes, but I, I I don't know if he was maybe he was already in L.A., but I remember we were down at the bar, the Baggett one night and uh, and you told me that story about the cat and I fucking no you know it's funny it wasn't in the bag I told you a story I remember this thing where was we it? drove from somewhere to somewhere it was like we were both at the comic strip and I was driving we drove we were driving to Boston I remember because like your laugh. And that night made me, it was like, you remember like your 10 best laughs in your life. Yeah. And I remember like face hurt laughing at how much you were enjoying it because I was explaining your story because I was, I was telling the problem with Kurt. Well, I lived with Kurt for a while <laughs> and living with Kurt, I mean, he's still one of my closest friends. He's my, he's my daughter's godfather, like yeah. Kurt, and he's a good godfather and he's a, he's a good buddy. You know, I love him. I yeah. think he's a genius. You know what I mean? I think he's a fantastic comic. But living with him was tough, especially when a, a broke Kurt is a different person than a Kurt with money. Really? Yeah, and I think I think a lot of us are somewhat that way, maybe. But like, it was a broke Kurt was tough to live with, and my ex was pregnant at the time with a, our daughter. Yeah, and they just needed to have these cats, but these cats were like they weren't declawed; they didn't have the things over their claws. All the furniture in the house was ours. First of all, the funniest thing Kurt did, and he'll laugh at all this now, too. It's pretty funny. The day we moved in, my ex we brought – she had furniture. She had sofas. And one of, the, one of the, the sofa part was a bed, sofa bed. And Kurt and his chick didn't have a bed at all yet. Yeah. So 
we said to them, they go, if you guys want, you can like use the sofa bed until you guys get like something to sleep on. You know what I mean? They go, oh, cool, thanks. And then we left and went and finished moving stuff and packing, whatever. And these, this furniture was brought from someone's like storage or something. It was from her storage. So I never sat on these couches before. And for five months... I fucking just said I hate these couches. I hate. I could sit on the love seat, sort of, but I go, this couch is the most uncomfortable. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm 900 pounds because when I get out of it, I got to go like, Ugh. it's like I'm I'm sitting. I feel like there's just metal underneath of it. And then I didn't find. And I found out for a while when I when we left, what Kurt and his girlfriend took is you can use the sofa bed. They just took the they took the mattress out of the sofa bed and just put it on the floor of their bedroom. <laughs> They slept like junky fucking teenagers. <laughs> and just left a metal like a like metal frame and cushions over it. They just took the guts <laughs> over the sofa. And you were sitting on steel. <laughs> sitting on pure steel. Oh. 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 <laughs> I did, when he moved, he was. I think it was like it was like an it was like an angry move. I think when he moved, it was even like a, you can have your bed back. By the way. I was like, what? Like, you bet I go, motherfucker. I'm like, is that really what happened here? I hated that couch. Oh, I hated that couch. It was fucking. Oh. I, it was, by the way, night and day, we put that cushion back in. I'm like, oh my god, this couch is fantastic. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. So, Kurt, yeah, these cats, when she got pregnant, it was like the cats were both very sickly. I mean, they vomited nonstop. Yeah. They were very sick, and they just let them, they'd get outside all the time, and they'd come back in with, like, God knows what, and they were just always, and cats aren't supposed to be around pregnant, pregnant people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said they'd keep them in the room, but they wouldn't. They'd let them outside. They'd come in through windows, and they would, it was just puking everywhere. Yeah. And it was like, a fucking bar. And then it all went south, and, and Kurt and his girlfriend moved out, and we got a new roommate. And uh, a couple weeks later, I was like, so what are you guys doing? He was like floating around. You know, I saw Kurt. And I was like, you know, as, as I was talking to you about I was like, man, it's weird. because like, Kurt, like, I love him. He's like my best yeah. friend. I was like, but, like, I never had a thing with the best friend where I'm like, I don't even know if I want to talk to this guy for, like, three months. Like, what a bad roommate. Like, yeah. Really bad situation. And... um and I was like, what about the dog? He goes, the cats. He goes, I don't know, me and Jess are fighting, whatever. He goes, and we took him down to Tom's River, and we just let him go, you know? <laughs> I was like, you know, <laughs> I just farted. I just farted. <laughs> and God, started laughing so hard, we just let him go. <laughs> I just coaxed a fart out of oh. you. That oh. was, uh, he goes, I just let him go. <laughs> and I told you that story. You're like, well, you asked, what about those cats? I go, I go, just let him go. He goes, what do you mean? I go, they just took them to the woods and let them go like they're wild animals. And you start doing like the, get out of here, you stupid, ugly cats. I hate you. I love you so much. Oh, I And he goes, no, no, that's not what we did. We brought, I go, but that's what you told me you did. You told me you let them go in the woods. Oh. They probably died hours later, those cats. Oh. I remember, I remember hearing that and dying. I was dying laughing because I could picture Kurt. Well, it's funny because you, you, why I said I remember that laugh so much is because your laughter, I wasn't seeing the humor in that yet. I was seeing the anger in this fucker that they yeah. fought for these cats. Yeah. We're like, please, can you give the cats to a friend? Can you whatever? Like, we, this is our cats. Like, you're asking someone to get rid of their babies. You yeah. know, that kind of like. And then to go from that 
to like the day after you fucking move out, you just release them in the woods. <laughs> like, go ahead, be free, be free. Yeah, just find your families, <laughs> go to them. Oh, oh. So that story, the best of my knowledge, is true. At least what they said at that moment. I should be probably telling you where you can find these guys on Twitter, but it's Big J and Bill. Big J's got a podcast called Skanks, Legions, Legion of Skanks. Bill Burr's got the Monday Morning Podcast. This next guy had not started his podcast when I first met him. There are two of his stories on here. This will be my intro for him. The next time I'll just tell you it's him again. Um, he uh, It's someone I think I did party with. I think I did, and I think, by the way, it's one of my favorite lines that's ever been said by Jeff uh, Tate, who... Uh, is on my podcast, but I don't know which episode, and and uh, and I haven't posted his best stuff because I haven't re-listened to it. But uh, this is Shane Moss. Uh, I had, think I had partied with Shane one time in Hartford, Connecticut, when I think he was. We were all drinking, and me and him were definitely blackout, and we were playing this game of golf, but with pennies and and a and a solo cup. So you start on one side of the room and throw to the other side. I don't know who that was. I, I think it was Shane. I thought it was. Maybe it wasn't. But Jeff. He was doing so poorly because he was so drunk. Jeff Tate said, are you sure you're right-handed? And I laughed hysterically. Uh, I had heard about him through Doug Benson's podcast. And this is the story he told on Doug Benson's Getting Doug With High that made me fall in love with the dude. And uh, and quite honestly, I'm gonna, I realize I'm about to tell another intro from him later on when I get to his again. But uh, this is Shane Moss, episode 94. So, um, so, so yeah, sister. my sister came for a visit, and um, you know, we were hanging out, April and I, and her and my brother-in-law. This is back last spring, and and um, and we're, April smokes a lot of weed, uh, which is why I smoke more than I would normally just around her, and um, and and we're we're getting high, and and my sister, we're passing it around. My sister's been passing. Finally, she's like, oh, I guess I'll have a hit. She's like, Shane. You always get me to do things that I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and she goes, remember that time you made me smoke crack? <laughs> and everyone's jaw, including mine, just drops to the ground. My sister, my baby sister, is five years younger than me. I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you know, that time you made me smoke crack. And I'm like, no, I didn't make you smoke crack. Now she thinks, like, I'm lying, like, I'm embarrassed that I made her smoke crack, which I would be. Um, and, and, and so she's like, no, just admit it. You made me smoke crack. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm searching because, like I said, I blacked out all the time. Yeah. And I black out, it's not like, it's not like, oh, I... I might have missed a little bit of that conversation. I read half I might, that book. <laughs> I might, might have missed a, f- a few moments here yeah. and there. It's like, no, I did not it consciously exist. Yeah. Whatever was walking around was not me. Yeah. Like, that was a different thing altogether. And a uh, nice thing, a thing that some people like partying with, <laughs> yeah. but, not, but not me. And... Um, and I, I'm like, so now I'm, sur- I'm like, what the, f- how blacked out was I, where I, one, got cracked for the first time in my life, and then my sister was around, which it's not like I was partying with my sister much, if ever, 
And and my sister was around, and then I was like, hey, this crack is great. I'm going to give it. And then didn't remember any of it. Didn't even remember my first time smoking, my first and only time smoking crack. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now she almost has me convinced that I smoke crack with her. My brother-in-law, her husband's about, uh, who's like my best friend from high school, is like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Uh, about to fucking strangle me. My girlfriend's like, you're a monster. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, where was this? And, and she's like, in Appleton. I'm like, Appleton? What the fuck? And, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait a second. Oh, there was that time in Appleton that I got hash, which for our listeners, if, um, like, like, uh, if you want to smoke hash, like now they have all these fancy bongs that you use where you, you put like little dabs, dabs on and then, and then you heat up a thing, you torch a thing for a while and it gets it real hot. And then you press it down on this thing, and it kind of vaporizes the stuff, yeah. and then you suck it in. But if you don't have that, what you can do is you can heat up a knife on the oven, take a paper towel tube. It looks shady as fuck. Yeah. It'd, it'd be like, it'd be like uh, but all it really is is like, hey, I don't have a bowl. I guess I'll smoke weed out of an apple. That's all it is. Hash is just weed. Yeah. It's the same shit. It just looks fucking weird. And that's all. We were smoking dabs, hot knife and dabs. And hot knife and dabs should be a shirt. That's a fucking great <laughs> sentence. We were sta- we were hot knife and dabs. <laughs> and your sister thought it was crack? And she thought, unbeknownst to me, she thought it was crack. And then it was just like, well, if my brother thinks it's okay. <laughs> she would have smoked crack. I guess. <laughs> I guess oh. And then the idea, too, of just like... Uh, I I didn't even ask her really. Well, I did uh, because I was so fascinated. I mean, this was well. Forget the next three hours. We're just going to laugh about this. Yeah. Uh, and ask her questions about what the fuck she was thinking about. Because who knows if she's at a party later <laughs> on and someone's like, "Hey, you want some crack?" She's like, "Well, I smoked some with my brother." And that it was, was stepped pretty... on. I felt very relaxed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was oh. pretty chill and laid back. Oh. I apologize for the difference in sound in all of these podcasts. I'm certain that it's getting confusing. You're like, God damn it, man. It was silent. Now it's loud as shit. Well, that's fucking life. Okay? You get it? Uh, Shane, I had on again recently. This is when I stopped numbering him. I just started numbering him again. This is number 112. But I'm not doing episode 112. I'm just doing number 112 so that you can see who the fucking guest is on the Queequay, the Quee, the Q, the Q. Um this is probably going to get a little quieter. I'm just looking at it on the machine. Um, this guy is one of the first guys when I started. He pulled me aside and told me I should not be working outside the club, barking at the club. Him, Judah Friedlander, and Jordan Rubin sat me down at, I think, Off the Wagon. Or no, what Off the Wagon. It's down, uh, whatever is close to 6th and West 3rd uh, bar down there. And he said, you're too funny to be working the door. You should not be working the door. You should be getting regular spots. Um, he is a guy that I've seen succeed on many fucking like in, and he's also I think the first uh video podcast I did no Tom Segur, Tom Segur's first video podcast but it died and uh, by the way I double punched the Brendan Shaw uh podcast for his solo the only one you give a fuck about no one wants to see me but uh except when I'm laughing maybe we'll go to when I'm laughing 
But um, so it's just going to be wide. But there will be three ang- three camera shoots for these podcasts. I just suck. I fucking suck. If you had any idea what I think about myself at times, and you're like, "Well, if you think about well, you, what should I think about me?" Well, you don't know everything about me. Okay. Um, this <laughs> this guy, uh, Ben Bailey. I'll tell you who it is. There's no fucking lead in. You know who the people are. Um, Ben Bailey uh, what, is a stand-up comedian. Is uh, in part a lot of the reason that I started telling stories because him and and DC Benny and myself at one point I was at the very beginning but then I stopped but it's the storytelling vibe and that is definitely Ben and I remember Ben telling this story just at, at the club he was it was the it, this is the beautiful thing about comics is the stories they tell at the club and this is one of my favorite stories every time I think about it, I think of this story and so I had him over here and I just said I remembered this story and I said you got to tell it so this is Ben Bailey. Episode 103, uh, Best of Birdcast. Hashtag Best of Birdcast. Oh, my God. One of my favorite <laughs> Ben Bailey stories. What? I'm going to tell you the story, and, and then you just correct me if I'm not how accurate it because I've told other people this story. Okay. I've told other people this story. All right, all right. You're working at the comedy store. Louis Anderson shows up. <laughs> Do you know the story already? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you tell it, man. <laughs> I told it on the urban myth, and there's actually a better ending since then because Louie has now heard me having told the story. I don't know who I told this story to, but well, I... That's a long story, dude. Just tell it. Just tell it. I'll tell a quick version Tell a quick it. version. I'm a young... Uh, well, okay. First, you go, we have to preface the whole thing. I'm like 18. It's Father's Day. My mother wakes me up, gets me out of bed. It's Father's Day. Go get your father a gift. <clears throat> Sends me to the mall. I go, I'm roaming around the mall looking for a gift for my I dad. I told this story. <laughs> Did you really? So I go to the mall. I'm looking for a gift for my dad. I see a big display in the bookstore. It's Father's Day. There's a big display. It says, Dear Dad, Letters to My Father, Louis, a book by Louis Anderson. I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll get this for my dad. I don't read on anything about it. I don't I have no idea what it's about. Just that it's like, you know, here's a nice Father's Day book. Yeah. So I buy it for my dad. I give it to him. I never hear anything about it. Maybe a year goes by or something. I'm like, you ever read that book? And he's like, yeah, I started it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what'd you think of it? He's like, I didn't really know what to think. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I still don't know anything about it. I haven't really paid attention to it. Yeah. But so then, like, flash forward several years, I'm in, I'm out here in L.A. and I'm just starting to do stand up, and I'm hanging at the service bar at the store, and in comes Louie. And I'm excited, like, he's a big-time fucking comedian, a hilarious, great comic. And I'm like, holy shit, it's Louis Anderson. And we start. I, he starts talking to me. We start talking to each other. And then slowly I realize that I'm interested in Louis because he's this great comedian. But maybe he's interested in me for some other reason, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and I can't remember exactly what happened, but it, at some point it kind of became apparent that Louis kind of hitting on me. Yeah. And I realized that I've been so excited about sitting there talking with Louis fucking Anderson that I'm like leading the guy on and don't really realize it. So I go, I go, I say to him, I'm sorry, I, you know, I maybe have given you the wrong idea. I didn't realize you were gay. And he and he says, he goes, haven't you read my book? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go, dude. I gotta go call my dad. I gotta go call my dad <laughs> right now. I bought him your fucking book for Father's Day. <laughs> you read my book <laughs> like eight years ago. So I think the. the, 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 the 
and then it gets even funnier because <laughs> that's that book is not the book that he's talking about. The book that he's talking about is his newer book that he's released since that book. Yeah. In which he comes out and says that he's gay. In the previous book, which is the one that I bought for my dad, it's all about how his father was like, you know, an abusive dad. He was like a just really a, just a horrible father. That's what I bought my dad for Father's Day. So, so, so I told this story on uh, on Urban Myth. Remember we used to do the storytelling night. <laughs> I fucked that story up so bad. I'm curious about yours. I'm feeling a vibe for the songs. I hope you like that. I hope you like that. Uh, that was Ben Bailey. God damn it. I probably should have edited that out. I should have edited it and started right here. <laughs> That's Ben Bailey. So uh, so uh, this next episode coming up is from episode number 49. It is Ali Spagnola and Keith Myers. Uh, they came over. We were supposed to drink, but we didn't because I think they were so hungover from the night before they couldn't stomach it. The next episode we did, we did drink. But this one is where we sang songs together. I don't know if anyone knows this. This is secret time. If you've seen me on stage, I love telling secrets. I love doing sidebar secrets and leaving in small details. I love it. I love it. Keith sat next to me. Small detail. Keith sat next to me on the couch in the man cave. Allie sat over by the kegerator. And I set up mics all over because I told her I wanted her to sing songs. She does the power hour drinking game where she goes up on stage, sings a song every minute, and you drink every minute a shot of beer with her. She is fantastically funny. She is super real, but she's super quick on her feet. And secret time, when I first started doing comedy, that is exactly how I got my start. I wasn't singing on stage. I was singing songs to people at Florida State. I would do bar, not bars, but like parties and uh, like meetings. If I And I'd, do, uh, I'd also do uh, philanthropies and show, like live shows, but I didn't, know, it, I didn't know it to be comedy. I just would write funny songs. And I do sorority house. I do it all. I, it's, I have my guitar with me. So I loved, and there was nothing more I loved than getting high with uh, the guys. I want to say their names, but one of the guys and I aren't friends anymore, so I feel like it would be weird to say his name because he beat me up. But uh, <laughs> secret time. But uh, there was one summer where I was a sophomore. I just bought a dog, and we were all in love with widespread panic and driving and crying. And Judd, uh, Judd I forget Judd's last name. Judd was my roommate. And we all hung out, and all we did was smoke pot that entire summer. And it was like the summer of discovering marijuana. Although I had smoked it when I was younger. You're like, Bert, wrap it up. Get to the fucking song. We'll skip forward five minutes, see if it started. Pull it back. Do what I do. 15, 15, 15. Um, and I used to love getting high and writing songs because my brain would work a lot quicker and a lot more creatively. And everyone was high, so everyone would laugh. So I love writing songs on the fly and just playing them. So this is what I did with Ali Spagnola and Keith Myers. Ali and I sang. We went back and forth. I do it. All the time. I love it. And this is one of my favorite moments I've ever done it. And we captured it on audio. It is episode 49. Ali Spagnola and Keith Myers. Shut. Shut. That's a, let's, where did mine go? <laughs> Drink. All right. Cheers. Are we doing this? Yeah, yeah, of course we are. Where did yours go? It was here. Cheers. I'm a sipper, don't judge. <laughs> no, if you can sip it. I don't like it in my mouth. Oh, really? That's the that's best why, part. That's why I, uh, I, I don't like it in my mouth. I don't like it in my that's mouth. That's why I do it quick. 
<laughs> if I had to give a blowjob in prison, I'd be good at it because I don't want that dick in my mouth. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, of course. Makes sense. Get, get him off right away. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Okay, new song. Listen, blowjob. Yeah, anything else? All right, here we go. We're Allie and I are going to write a one-minute song about give, give, uh, giving prison blowjobs. Can, can you give me? Can you write the music? Sure. Or, what is it? C, A minor. Oh fuck. No good. No, we got it. F. Okay. Can we just do this after? Magic changes. You can okay. do that. Okay. So. I think you're out of tune now. <laughs> what happened? Did you knock it out? You, you're in an F right now. I'm going to see. I'm going to, yeah. There we go. This okay. frat sucks. And you're an F. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this frat does suck. <laughs> wow, this is coming together better than I thought. I'll take the first line. You okay. t- take it. It was my first night in the pokey, and that's when he approached me and said, I want you to suck my dick. Now your turn. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I learned I'm good at this, you see, because you got to get him off quickly. <laughs> when you're sucking dick. <laughs> It's a double-edged sword word got around that I was the new guy and best in town when I was sucking dick. (laughs) Wow, this is like an album here. So I got out of the pokey and I still had that reputation, you see. Sucking dick. (laughs) That's right. I thought, hey, why let a good thing go to waste when people want to fuck my face? I might as well let them, because I'm good at sucking dick. I got lost. I got lost. I'm good at sucking dick. I'm good at sucking dick. I'm good at sucking dick. Sucking dick. Sucking dick. I'm also a pretty good ballerina. I don't know. I just I just thought he would be a diverse dude. Oh, <laughs> shot! Probably take two we'd, shots for that one. Another bottle, guys. That was so fucking out. weird. <laughs> I think it already okay. is. Your mom's gonna love that one. What we find is what we what I find is there are, there is your mom's not downloading this podcast. Um, hey, will you pour me another shot of uh, whiskey? I think we're getting pretty low here. See what what do we have in that bottom drawer? I now oh, I know why you have DJ DJ Virus. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's. Holy goodness. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you see the the bright bright light wow. glow out of there as you opened oh, up the liquor you cabinet? Boone's Farm. I have a song about Boone's Farm. Too. You do? Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Please say it happens on the back of a hayride truck with incest. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <Will> now. <laughs> Man, okay, this is what getting dark. Here we go. New song about Boone's Farm on the oh, back of a. God. See, this is the way I get creative. <laughs> okay, uh, it's got to be a country uh, country theme. I think I'm playing. Uh, I'm thinking I'm playing uh, 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 Driving and Crying. <laughs> you ever hear that song? No. Are you shitting me? Both. Oh, my God. Have you never heard Driving and Crying? No. By whom? <laughs> driving and Crying. Uh, I'm going straight to hell. All right. You've never heard that song? Nope. Oh, fuck. You know what? Give At the risk of being sued right by Driving and Crying, one of the greatest bands, I just hope that you appreciate that I think people should buy your uh, music. Um, um, wait. Corrupt. Cool. 
Just like my mama said, I'm going... Fuck, I gotta download it. <laughs> it's a good song. It's driving and crying. You know what? Fuck it. I bet it's on my phone. I guarantee it's on my phone. Because why? Because when I get on a plane, I like to hear some good drinking music. And this is how we closed out every show when I was in college. Album, new phone, what are the odds we have it? Oh, shit. Here we go. D. 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 Thank you, iTunes. Ready? Match. Ready? D. You want to hear my D? My D. Um, <laughs> no. Daft Punk. Dan oh, Carlin. I like it. Dan Zane. Dane Cook. Danger Mouse. Dan Tosh. Dan like Tig. Dave Attell. Dave Bowie. Dawes. The Decemberist. D. Con. He's a. Did you say the coach. Descendants? The Decemberists. Oh. Die Antwerd. Diplo. Oh, I love them. Oh, I love Diplo. Dire Straits. Yeah. Dirt Nasty. Oh. Disturbed oh DJ Laz, DMX, The Doggies, Dolly Parton, Dora the Explorer, Doug Stanhope, Dora the Explorer. and what? fucking you... crying. Right, kids. You ready? <laughs> Tell me you don't love this. Dora the Explorer stuck in Dear there. Dear driving and crying, I hope you, you don't sue me. Only be, that you appreciate that I'm trying to... Can you hear it? Yeah. I'm listening to the mic right now. Yeah. This is how they ended every... This is how you ended a bar in 1997. I grew up just west of the tracks Holding me to hold me back around my door She's calling out my name Fucking great. Son, don't you come outside I got a friend coming over tonight The seventh one in seven days Now, here we go. This is when it gets So welcome down to the parking lot To hang around all my friends This is a fucking... I love this song. Pretty mellow. Until you just imagine, two in the morning... You've been smoking one hitters in the bathroom at Yanni's. You've been drinking pitchers. Uh, it's like a never mind. <laughs> when you get older, we'll tell you. For me. She says, Where have you been? I said I was out. She said, you know good, cause you're running without love. I'm going straight to hell. Just like my mama said. I'm Oh, this is uh, fucking driving and crying. Uh, Kevin Kinney. I th- I th- it's probably not Kevin. Uh, it's the lead singer was fucking amazing. He still lives in Atlanta. He's good friends with my buddy from buddies from the regular guys. The great shit radio show in Atlanta. And driving and crying was our shit. They'd play that at the end of a fucking night. You got to remember this was also fucking twenty years ago <laughs> when that music was like. I mean, we didn't have DJs. Hey. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I don't know, you so, want okay, it? are you ready for the drinking song I've been trying to write my entire life? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Right now. I wanted to drink, I wanted to write a song to all the beers I drank. Like, uh, not like Julio Iglesias to all the girls I've... Like, not that. But I just wanted to write it, like, I, every time I would drink in New York, because I always thought guitar would end up back in my act. It doesn't. It will never. It will never because no, why, it's, too hard, to, it's it. too hard for me to travel with. Um, oh, oh, I hear you. Equipment? Ugh. Fuck Try it. traveling with a keytar. Uh, yeah. uh, my daughter plays. I'm just making sure we're still recording. <laughs> so, wow. Um, this would have been so, gold that you lost. <laughs> so, uh, are you having some of this or what? I think some Johnny Walker in here. Yeah, let's drink some Johnny Walker. Well, I'm I'm good, but I feel like you would ask for something. We should Mine's have something. Open. There's another bottle of Jack in there. 
There's a few bottles of Jack in there, and there's a few bottles of really expensive Jameson. Don't open those. Um, so wait, I've always wanted to write a song to each beer. So it would be like whatever the thing would be like would be like, uh, the, you know, I think because the idea isn't fleshed out that I I can never figure out. But it would be like fleshed what out. what would I say to the first beer? Like, hey, buddy, it's good seeing you. You know, uh, uh, you again. You know, like like and then the <laughs> second beer, like ah, I knew you were showing up. Yeah. And then the third beer, like you're like. You're like, I can't wait till later. And you tell them all the dreams. Like, we're going to tackle a mission. Whatever, you know, like. Yeah, and then and then the fourth beer, like, oh, sh-, and you're like, this doesn't look good. And by the, seventh, slow. By the seventh beer, you're like, fuck, seriously, leave me alone. So and then really? the eighth no, beer, you're like, like, yeah, God, let's do this again. I like you, beer. <laughs> Get it on. <laughs> all right, let's go back. You, let's throw out a theme, and then we'll improv the song. Okay. Okay, so uh, what is popular in, um, well, we did prison blowjobs. That was weird. Um. Let's do a stand, let's do a song about waking up after a one night stand with somebody. All right, what is that? Coyote Ugly? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's basically the premise of the song is uh, you know, hey, um, last night was fun. I think I'm kind of remember a little bit of it, and then I'm trying to recall it, but I don't really know your name, and I don't really know what to talk to you about because all our conversations we've had are we're drunk. All right, you give me the keys. I'll start off the first lyric, and you go the second one. It's we're talking six thirty in the morning, eyes awake. Okay, that's where the song starts. So you okay. you write the song. Sure, sure. And then so I'll do, st- I'll do the first A and E. That's all. Right? Okay. A major. E major. Keep it simple. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Here's how this this. Oh shit! That's her alarm clock. Oh shit, who is she? She snores like a buffalo In heat And her back doesn't look any better She looks like a great white shark But without the fin I need to get out of here Oh my god, her ankles aren't thin Now you're the girl Hey, I think I met him at the club last night And I feel like I was in a freaking fight. <laughs> Seriously, I brought him home from the club. And why the hell are we sleeping in my bathtub? Gotta admit, I kind of beat that pussy up. I wonder if she nutted. I know I definitely dropped a nut. Because I think I can see it in her hair. Oh, shit. She's awake. I'm just going to lay there. He's still sleeping. I run my hands through his hair, you see. And then run my hands through my own hay. Why is this sticky? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was a whole lot of fun. He's the hottest thing that I've ever done. And, uh, there was a stun gun. (laughs) Oh, shit. I didn't wear a condom. That's okay. 
I'm all about having fun. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll turn on the shower and we'll fuck soaking wet. Oh my god, I think I'm laying on her pet. Oh fuck. <laughs> I just loved how he touched me. <laughs> and I also love that I got a prescription for Plan B. <laughs> I got more. We should probably hit a chorus at this point. <laughs> okay, we'll sing it together. Okay, this is the choruses are both our eyes. We wake up and we stare into each other's eyes. And we say the first thing we say to the other person, that's our chorus. Okay, ready? And it starts, do we need to change chords? No, I think okay. we're good here. Okay, here we go. And... Hey! hey you remind good. me of my dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey! You remind me of my dad, too. <laughs> I can't fucking keep going. Uh, we're making magic happen. Do you feel this? Wow. magic. I can feel it. This is Tingles. fucking awesome. I hope to God people are fucking listening to this going. Right now, they're... Only because it's a podcast and it feels special. <laughs> They're like, I can't believe they all. I feel like we've written these before. The no, we did zero rehearsal. The sticky hair. Oh, let me run my head. What's sticky? I'm doing another shot. I'm doing another shot. Is it as funny as I remember? Hashtag best of Burtcast. Tell me. I can't remember. Uh, I didn't listen to all of it. I just listened to when it started, when it began, and when it ended. Um, and I hopefully I did. There wasn't like a big medium part because that's a big chunk of audio. I'm looking at it now. Uh, but. Uh, anyway, that was episode 49, hashtag best of Burtcast. Tell me stuff on hashtag. You know what? I don't know if I said this at the beginning. I can't remember. That was like 13 minutes ago. But tell me your favorite episodes. Tell me the ones you love. I'd love if you'd go and find. Maybe I did say this already. Sounds familiar. Anyway, tell me what your favorite episodes are. Tell me the favorite bits in that episode. Don't just go, you and Ari. Obviously, the ones you are th- saying, Bert, where's Joey Diaz? Uh, jo- What's up, babe? What's the matter? Are you fucking serious? You know, it's, it did that. It did that. Yes. Well, uh, let me finish this podcast and I'll be out in two seconds. Okay. And I'll help you figure it out. Okay. That was her fart. Um, all right. What was I saying? Don't remember. But tell me your favorite episodes. And if you're like, what? what the one with Joey and your dad? Trust me. That's lined up and ready to go. I can't do one best of Burtcast. I want to do like five of them. I've got 111 episodes. I could probably do... 10 best of Burtcasts, uh, maybe 20. There are a few stinker podcasts in there. Uh, don't tell me, hashtag best of Burtcast. What was your least favorite? Tell me, hashtag best of Burtcast. What was your favorite? And tell me, hashtag Burtcast, where you can find it. Uh, and I'll post them up. I'll post them up so it's easy, and you have these as little treats. Or when you want to introduce your friends to the podcast, play a hashtag best of Burtcast. What the fuck am I doing with the hashtag best of Burtcast? Now I feel like I'm fucking crazy. I'm probably going to drink tonight. I haven't drank all... Uh, that's a lie. I haven't drank all week. I drank once this week. Um, but I feel like my body could use a break. But we're all going to Benihana tonight. And I can't imagine staying sober at that fucking Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey. Barnum? Barnum? This is Shane Moss. This is from the same podcast. Maybe uh, Bill Burr is the best is my flagship podcast. That's a podcast I'd nominate for an Emmy. Shane Moss is one I'd nominate for uh, for a Webby because 
Shane may not be quite as popular as Bill, but if he was, you would think this is the greatest goddamn podcast you've ever heard. Shane, by the way, will be on the next Best of Burtcast when he tells a story about breaking both his heels. That is not the story. That is not the story involving his buddy's Taekwondo instructor, Ted. It is, by the way, one of my favorite stories, but I had to edit it together because he started telling it, and then, of course, I got him off, derailed him, and brought it back. But this is the story uh, of him trying to acquire DMT in Scotland. This is, once again, episode 94, Shane Moss. It's a real chore finding this stuff. I don't know if you've ever done ayahuasca or DMT or whatever, but it's like, you know how, like, like if you wanted to, because the, the first time I did it, in, it was in Dallas, and they were somewhat reasonable people, um, which was reassuring when it's like, oh, this guy's a computer scientist and this uh, and his wife's a neuroscientist, and all right, they they haven't. They're not like living in a treehouse. Which I went to Scots, uh, Scotland, or Scotland, Scotland. <laughs> I went to Scotland. I, I was trying to find DMT in Scotland, and I found one in the Scot- uh, a, a guy that would maybe be able to help me out. Who was like this other comic knew about this guy, and he's like, "Yeah, I think I think I can get some DMT from him. Uh, he's kind of a weird guy. He lives in a treehouse. <laughs> not like he lives in a treehouse. He's like." He won't sell it. Like, no one will ever sell this shit because it's like this dumb spiritual uh, thing. Really? And so it's like, so there's no market for it. So you can't buy the shit. And people are like, well, oh, damn. Like, all the... I'm so desperate. I'll even like tweet like, "Hey, I'm looking for DMT." I'll tweet that shit and see if any- anyone can hook me up. It's so hard to find, and people will just be like, "Just make it yourself." Like, what the fuck do you mean? Ma- this isn't Breaking Bad. I'm not gonna like if I want weed. Oh, you can just grow it yourself. Just no. I just want to give you fifty dollars. Yeah. Have you ever tried to grow weed? It's so fucking I would never. tedious. It's so stupid. Oh, you've got to take. You've got to take the seeds, put them in wet paper towels, and then put them in the refrigerator and wait till they start sprouting. You can't just bury them. Oh, because, see, I yeah. didn't, already I didn't know that. Yeah, you got to put this. Then you bury the seeds that have started sprouting in what you call it. You've got they've got to be on strict. Like there's only certain climates, I guess, that weed grows in. And you need like certain lights with timers. Well, that's and, if you, like, yeah, you can't just you, you can't just put it in your backyard and go. Like me and my sister would put seeds down by my parents' dock, going like one day. Like we just right. well, we then throw the seeds by the dock, but then once it's grown, we're, we're, that, we're not even you're not even out of the woods. Once it's grown, you've got to dry it, you've got to trim it, you've got to pray to God it's the kind that get you high. Because some like I re- when I worked at Barnes and Noble, I had to go back to Barnes and Noble, but I was the two two things I researched heavily at Barnes and Noble were STDs and weed, and so I know a lot about both. Really? So, yeah, but the weed is a fucking te- it's so much easier just to go. <laughs> I'm going to go to the dispensary, find out what kind I like. STD is much easier to make than weed. <laughs> they're, they're uh, much easier to get. It's so much easier to get STDs than weed. So wait, go back to DM. So so wait, no, what no is the guy when you go when you when so, you get it from someone? Do you just trade them something? Yeah. So so like in Scot uh, in Scotland, it was. Why do I keep on trying to say Scotland? <laughs> um, I. It was like, yeah, this guy doesn't. This guy doesn't uh, sell it. He'll. He just wants people to have the experiment. But it's like, you know. But since he is doing you a solid, you know, maybe you could also do him a solid, which was, I believe, bringing him a barrel of biofuel. <laughs> Like, dude, I can't just give you a hundred bucks. I'm gonna roll a fucking barrel. Where am I gonna go? I'm gonna rent a truck. Yeah, yeah. 
right, right. <laughs> Why is it so fucking hard? A biofuel. <laughs> he sounds like those porn stars that put wish lists on eBay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so when someone says like they had DMT or ayahuasca and saw the truth, I'm like, well, if that's what the fucking truth looks like, <laughs> I want no part of it. Get him a Where the fuck would I get biofuel? Yeah. I don't think he knows either, which is why he's asking. <laughs> I know. Look on your face. Like, I know. I gotta get I guess I'll skip it this time then. I don't need it that bad. How big of a barrel? <laughs> I don't know. What? I mean, now that I'm talking to you, it's like, why didn't I just go for it? Oh, you should have Just for the story. Barrel. Yeah, I should have bought him a barrel. Take it up the tree? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it was for his oh. van or something. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, if I have not partied with you, I'm so fucking regretting it right now. I sincerely hope my laugh is infectious because if it is, you are laughing right now. I re-listened to this one uh, just the tail end to find out when I stopped laughing, and I could not. I started laughing with myself laughing. Uh, That is the beauty of this podcast is I get to hang out with some of the funniest people on the planet. I know you might think, you know, the people at my work are funny. They are. The people at my work on TripFlip are funny. Paul, Kristen, Sales, Andy. Andy's not that funny. Uh (laughs) Just me saying that makes Andy funny. <laughs> Mans, uh, Laura, Tyler, uh, Heidi is not funny. That is no joke. Uh, she is dead serious. Dead serious. Leslie, dead serious. Anyway, but when I get to do this podcast, I literally get to hang out with some of the funniest people and people I've never met before, which is a treat, is to hang out with someone funny who likes being funny, but you don't know. So you've never heard any of their stories. And that brings me to episode number 23 with Matt Mira. Matt had never heard any of my stories. So he is, he is obviously famous for, uh, not famous for, but he is the co-host of the Nerdist podcast with Chris Hardwick. He is a stand-up comedian. He is very talented. He does hang out with, oh, well, he'll tell you in two seconds. Um, but I had these ideas that I was bouncing around uh, of how to sell TV shows, and I bounced them off of Matt. And that is episode 23, me and Matt Miro. Oh, you ever gone to Medieval Times? Yes. Oh, there's a Medieval Times in Orlando. I, I just fucking... went to the Renaissance Fair this weekend. Did you really? Yeah, which is a, I've, three years in a row. I go with uh, Tom Lennon and his uh, wife and kid. And three years in a row we've gone. Really? And uh, it's now it's getting... Hold on. That's not Sean Lennon. Tom Lennon. I'm thinking of Sean not, Lennon. Not I'm thinking John of John Lennon's kid. I'm thinking of John Lennon's kid. I was like, you know John Lennon's child? I, I was like, shut the fuck up. Tom Lennon's from <laughs> I the know, state. I know Lieutenant Tom Angle. Lennon's from the state. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I fucking literally almost lost my shit. I'm like, oh, you hang out I with Sean Lennon? I wish I did. I wish I did. Actually, I don't. He seems like an asshole. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about him except he's showing his kid. Well, Tom Lennon's a little more used. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how great you can be. But... Yeah, we go every year, and but but what I noticed this last year was a little bit. This year, it's like really fucking hipstered out. Really? Yeah, a lot of fucking ironic enjoying of. Uh, I pitched a show to DIY called Moat Crashers. I'm listening, <laughs> I'm on board already. So every man has a castle, and every castle needs his moat. <laughs> so we just 
going in Lowe's. We're like, hey, man, you looking to build a moat? Like, no. I go, you want one? Uh, no, I'm cool. <laughs> until, until you won't find one person, go, fuck it, let's do a moat. I can't believe why they passed on this idea. It's fucking awesome. Just every, just, but just take moats to the next level. Oh, my like, God. Like, think about it, right? Okay, sure. get a designer. Yeah. Like a designer. Yeah. Who really knows like fucking uh, out your outdoor design, and have him build just a badass <laughs> fucking moat. The words I thought you were gonna say was gonna be get a designer who knows medieval defense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw. <laughs> no, no, but think about how you could think about just fucking. If you, I'm sure when they're done with the moat, it'll be gorgeous. Yeah, moat crashers. Yeah. every house has a moat, and you. Just, no one has a moat. Everyone. Everyone's crashable. Every episode, the middle of it will be about the plumbing problem. We can't dig this moat, Bert. Yeah. Because if we do, the house loses hot water. The best. The but then best, you find a way around it. The best part is the maybe the wife doesn't even know, and then she comes over. She goes, "What the fuck is this?" And it's her husband covered it's in dirt. Moat, it's our moat. <laughs> Think this is a great line of defense, though. No one will break into your house if you have right, a moat. You can't. I, I I would I would throw my house up as the first moat crashed. I'd put a moat up around my house. <laughs> I feel like. You would run into sh- so much shit from like zoning committees. And stuff it would like have that. to be. Oh, uh, it's got. They've got to be illegal as City shit. City planners are like, you can't. Actually, it's in here. We had that in here in 1700. You can't yeah. get a motor. Oh, they're house. so dangerous. I mean, you can't, especially filled with crocodiles. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like, imagine if you did like right the perimeter of my house, right? Sure. Literally right up to the house. Right to the foundation. Yeah, obviously, drawbridge. Yeah, a drawbridge. Yeah. Right when you go to my porch, that's a drawbridge. <laughs> Be fucking awesome! I would, oh, I would I, love it. They passed. I would love it. Of course they did. I thought. I really thought. I really thought I was thinking out of the box. Oh, fuck you! They, I was, they didn't I think sh- that. Uh, I've pitched some pretty horrible shows. Uh, <laughs> blind design. I'm listening. A blind guy designs your house. <laughs> I thought that would be. Uh, I thought that would be fucking awesome. Oh like I'm God. sure there is a blind designer. I have one called ready, ready for this. Yeah. Bathrooms, bathrooms, bathrooms. Oh my! Every I house, it. every room in your room, house is turned into a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> every uh, every room in your house is turned into a bathroom. This is a terrible, practical oh, joke. I'm fucking this is like this is your other bathroom. It's all bathrooms. Oh. This, uh, this house says uh, ten bathrooms and no bedrooms. <laughs> TV and you line up toilets. <laughs> the bathrooms, bathrooms, bathrooms. <laughs> oh, oh, I fucking. Oh god. I've pitched. It. Those are. I've pitched. I pitched a show one time that literally I think is the greatest show in the world, and no right. one would do it. No okay. one would touch it with a ten foot pole. What is it? Black versus white. All right. All right. Let the race war begin. Okay. All right. Me and Warren Sapp find out who the superior race is. <laughs> Every week it's a contest, okay? We go in and we find something out of culture, like, say, churches sure. or, or, or radio stations mm-hmm. or, da- or music or yeah. food. And we, find, we go and we explore both cultures and we explore other cultures like Asian, Pan American, you know, like whatever. We f- explore yeah. everything. And then at the fourth act, we compete out of what we've learned. And he competes for the black people, and I compete for the white people. And whoever wins the contest, based on everyone we've met who judge us, sure. that's a superior race for that episode. <laughs> Warren looked at me, and he was like, he goes, he goes, he goes, I'll do it, but no one's going to fucking do that. And I took it to Travel Channel, and they're like, eh, 
that, that seems like a little problematic. Yeah. <laughs> but think, it's fucking, it's, it's something you idea. talk about. It's an interesting idea. It's something you talk about. Race superiority? Who's talking about that? No, not race superiority. <laughs> Obviously, that's tongue in cheek. Like, it, like the whole race superiority is a joke. But but, but what well, is yeah, funny? You talk about like who has the best food? Italian food, French yeah, food. Yeah, 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 yeah it's, it's basically food. exploring like go to churches. Who's got the best churches? Black, Black people, people, white people, Black people, Asian. You go to nope. some Asian churches. You go to some Mexican churches. No one's right? Met. And then and then, but and then I thought it was in my in my head, and this is the way my brain thinks, and maybe this is too idealistic, but I'm like, it's a great way to bring people together. Because it's like, you know, say you don't really talk too much to the uh, Asian guy in your work. Yeah. You go, hey, have you seen Race Wars or Black versus White? And he's like, oh, yeah, your churches Race suck. Wars or Black versus White. I literally pitched that and everyone was Race like, Race Wars, parenthetical, Black versus White. That's the yeah. title. Yeah. That's the title. That and you ready for the, this is the home run. And this was a serious pitch I took to Sharon Levy at Spike. Uh, can I kidnap your child? <laughs> I say to a parent, I'm going to try to kidnap your child. Okay, if I can get your child, that's the goal. You can't do anything different. I just sure. got to try to get your child. Yeah. So then the show starts. I have a van. I have a crew. And I try to get the kid in the van. If I can get the kid in the van, he goes to the grandparents. We send them to Disney World for the weekend. They have a great time. But that's when the show really starts because now they've got to negotiate the safe release of their child. So they've got to acquire the ransom money. They've got to do the drop right. Do they want to include the police? Do they not want to include the police? And if they can do the drop off correctly, they keep the money. If not... I keep the money, they get their kid back. But they get their kid back anyway. <laughs> passed. <laughs> yeah, passed. Spike passed on that? Yeah, Spike. They were like, we're thinking out of the box. What ideas do you have? And I pitched Jesus that. Christ. And I pitched uh, I pitched like a sporting, sh- a sports show. These are the people that run Deadliest Warrior. You ever watch Deadliest Warrior? No, what is it? It's their show where they, uh, they with using science and like Mythbusters type like ballistic dummies and stuff like that, they see who would win. A samurai or a World War II soldier. Like, and they yeah. put up like the weapons that they would have had and everything like that. So on Christmas, I'm flipping the channels and I see Spikes running a marathon of Deadliest Warrior. And I turn it on. And I took a screenshot of it and I, and I, and I sent it to Twitter because it was, it was Pol Pot versus Hitler. <laughs> are you serious? Yes. How can they? It was insane. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And they just like, it was insane. And I watched it and it was like, Okay, so in Pol Pot's regime, they used a lot of guerrilla warfare, so they like. like so then they. Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. Oh my god! It was. It was. I was. I want to see. I would like to see. I would genuinely like to see animals fight, like a bear fight a lion. Like if they could do that show, I'd be into that. I yeah. would really. Be, well, you could just watch like a David Attenborough doc- documentary about. No, I want them in the cage, and I want them baited with like meat around their necks. Like I would, I, like, and I know that that is a step above what Michael Vick did. But like, I, I think it's probably fair if it's a. It's, it's not a step above or a step below. A step below. I'm sorry, a step above. It's like a little more highfalutin than what say, Michael Vick did. A floor. Yeah, yeah, it's the same fucking menu. <laughs> It's like, let's warm it up with pit bulls. Oh, I just realized what no, I said. Actually, that sounds fucking actually, horrible. You know what, it is a step above because you did not incorporate rape stands. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, yeah, I fucking, I, I take that statement back. I don't want to see animals fight. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm laughing too hard. I I just love the the um, let's go back to the moat thing. <laughs> moat crashers, moat crashers. The Disneyland, the Disneyland has a moat. We're coming to an end, people. We're coming to an end, people. I feel like it's time for a pirate song. 
episode 89, 85. I know you haven't listened to this. I look at my numbers, okay? I've looked at, this is the reason I don't do more. I'll tell you exactly how many people have listened to this. You want real talk? Let's do real talk right now. Oh, you're not ready for real talk. I'm fucking ready. I'm all about real talk. I'll tell you, I get uncomfortable with real talk. I tell Ari exactly how much I make on the road sometimes. Real talk. So that he knows what he should make on the road. Real talk. Uh, Show stats. I'll tell you exactly how many downloads this. Exactly to a T, which means, let's see, let's see, stats uh, by show. Okay, let's do 50. This is just me. That's episode 85. No, that's not possible. Yep, 85. Real talk? You want to know exactly how many downloads this got? 68,825. That is low for this podcast. Real talk. Want to know how much Doug Stanhope got? Ooh, that's a big number. Greg Fitzsimmons is actually only 20,000 behind Greg, uh, Doug Stanhope. Let's see what's the highest podcast I've got. Downloads. Anyway, I can't go. I can't go in. Oh, I got to go to different pages. Go. Page three. Ari Shafir is a beast of a podcast. Joey Diaz, obviously, the number one. Ah, Jesus. Doug Stanhope's up there. Doug Stanhope is going to definitely, I've got to re-listen to all of that because that was a four-parter, a two-parter, but that'll be on there. This is me, episode 85. Guys, go back, re-listen to, I, you're like, Bert, I'm listening to it right now. Not sure why I go back and listen to more of this. Only reason I'm tying into this is so that I can hear these fucking best ofs. Jesus Christ, could you just make these at least five minutes all so I know to skip forward five minutes and not listen to your horse shit? Okay. Episode 85, just me. It's the pirate song. Here we go. Original coffee, original pirate tune. After a good solid cup of Peruvian coffee off of a British merchant vessel we had caught off the dry tortugas. And we just, and I've ground it and I've done a couple. I was like, first batch is a little strong. I watered it down with with salt water, but it's good for you. It's a diuretic. We're going to lose some weight. Next batch of coffee. And everyone's like, oh my God. Here we go. I'm going to get the character. Oh my God. There's a merchant vessel. In the distance. Do you see it? I'm like, oh, fuck. Here's my chance. Let me kill my coffee, and let's do a chant. I got to clear my throat. And I'm not going to start with that. Let me clear my throat. Boo-dee-doo-dee-doo-dee-doo-dee-doo. We're pirates, and we're scary. Don't judge us, cause we're hairy. We're coming for you. We hope you got good stuff, and we'd rather not get rough. We just like you to throw it onto our boat. Throw it onto our boat. Could you, could you, could you throw it onto our boat? Just give us half, and take the rest. All we need is a pirate chest Cause we look kinda goofy Coming to shore with bags of flour We need a pirate chest And some gold gablooms I hope that you have more than enough room To store the stuff that you find at your next port So we'll take some of your stuff So you don't have to export We are 
pirates and we're loving souls. We kind of want to fall in love and get a good home. But we're insecure. That's why we grow these beards. Look at us for who we are. Don't look at us full of fear. We're pirates. But that's just a name. All this stuff we're doing, we're just playing a little game. You are British expats going to a new land. The reason you left earlier because they didn't respect your religion. So, hey, maybe we're all in technically the same boat. I know you're in a different boat and we're in a different boat, but but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying maybe we're all just guys who love the sea. If you can see me, then I can see thee. So let's maybe sign, see if we can find a middle ground. I don't want to pull the saber off and hit your gut off and then hit your head against the ground. I just want to be cool with you if you want to be cool with me. Hey, do you know go to port that has some good pussy? Ah, see, we're already getting along. We're pirates. That's it. Okay, then. And I guarantee you there would be one pirate being like, I liked it. I I think it's got. I mean, there's got, there's parts in it that work, and then there'll be one pirate going. It doesn't sound threatening. All right, guys, we're drawn to an end. What's up, baby? I. There's a hunger. Oh, is that what made it stop? Is it working? The sunroof's working. Guys, it's closed. Guys. Problem averted. You heard it at the beginning. Leanne was complaining about the sunroof, and the sunroof is closed. That happened quick, Ida. Did you have anything to do with that? Did you have any root beer today? Okay. Let me finish this up, and I'll be out in a sec, okay? What? No, Isla, come on, baby. Come on. Don't do it. Go take those outside. Go take those outside. Isla was trying to hit me with her swampers. Oh, my God. They smell, Isla. No, 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 no. Take your shoes out. Take your shoes out. Take your shoes out. I love you. She's wearing minion tights. All right. This, we're coming to an end. Two more. Uh, I know already which ones are going to... I'm going to have to do a serious one where everyone tells serious stories. A serious best of Burt Cast with Jason Nash talking about his dog and Duncan Trussell leading me through a guided meditation and me talking about the dream with Shane. And Anyway, uh, this is one of my best friends. Uh, I've known him as long as I've known a lot of these comics you hear me talk to. Um, he has the number one show, morning show in Tampa, Florida, with a rating of 22.3. Shouldn't have told you that. Guess not. That was bad. I probably should have kept that to myself. He is the reason I'm doing this best of, because I did a show with him, episode... Oh, it's one of the ones I didn't mark. But, uh, it, was the, it was episode 110, actually, with Galvin and him and Jen Sturger, and they played their best of clips of my me being on their show. I want to know how many downloads that has. 46,000. So, um, anyway, that was released last week. And this is him in my house, in my man cave. It's Mike Calta, a.k.a. Cowhead, a.k.a. Episode 35. Here come the kids. This is Joey calls her El Diablo. (laughs) Hello. She does kind of look like one of those kids that gets possessed in a movie. You look that beautiful. fits you. What is it? It's Do you want to sit down and interview Cowhead? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Oh, good. How you doing? Here, talking to the microphone. Let me make sure we're getting levels on you. There you go. Okay, perfect. Talking to it. Um, hello. Okay, perfect. Do you have any questions for Cowhead? Um. 
Do you eat ice cream? I do. I'm a big fan of ice cream. Do you? Yes. What's your favorite flavor? Um, vanilla. Mm-hmm. What do you like to put on it? Um, everything except nuts. No nuts. I don't like nuts. It's a good keep that theory for say, the rest of your keep life. Keep that way. Now, um, what other questions? You how about ask him, Isla? Ask him about his name. What's your name? Cowhead. My name's Isla. I know it's a very pretty name. Do you know how he got the name Cowhead? Um, how? Because I have a very big head, right? Look at it. Kind of big, right? See? Yes. Gina. Do you yeah. have any more questions for Cowhead? Uh. You're pretty good at this. Did you have long hair? I. You mean like long as opposed to bald? Or you mean like long in the back like a rock star? Long like a back rock no, star? No, I wish. I used to have what they used to call the Guido mullet in 1989, where it was long in the back and short on the sides. That's it, though. Oh. At one time, I had a hairdo called a rat tail, where it was just a little piece in the back that was long. And I even dyed it blonde by dipping it in peroxide because we were too poor to actually go out and buy hair dye. But that's more than you bargained for, huh? <laughs> now, um, Dad? Yes? But, I meant... <laughs> no, it's Dad. Dad, um, did you used to have pink hair? <laughs> no, I never had pink hair. I had white hair, though. But I had money, so I went to a hairdresser, and she dyed it white for me. Her name was Lisa, and I did it because I thought I didn't want people to look at uh, my face. I thought I was unattractive. I thought that would draw attention, and then people would go, oh, who's the guy with the cool hair as opposed to who's the guy with the double chin? Does that make sense? Do you think that's what Guy Fieri said? No, it does not make any sense. It does not? Yes, and I am Leanne Kreischer. You're not Leanne Kreischer. How old are you? Hey, how was camp today? Um, Tomorrow I'm going to turn seven. Tomorrow? Yup. Wow. Happy birthday. Tomorrow. What do you want for your birthday? They're coming. Who? Lily. Lily. Are you having a play date right now? Yeah. Are there other kids? No. Only Lily. And Lily is your sister. Lily's party. Okay. I think. Okay. Do you want to. Well, let's. I think we should probably wrap this up, right, I? Okay. Um, do you have any la- any last questions you want to ask Cowhead? Um, I'm good. I'm an open book. Do you know where he lives? Now. No. He lives in Tampa. He lives in Tampa? He came all, all the way here for a podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how important this podcast is to me. Oh, my God. I know, right? Do you know who else lives in Tampa? Nana and Papa? Yep. You know he lives out near Nana and Papa? He has alligators out, out by his house. Yeah, I knew that. Oh, you knew that? <laughs> And Daddy, look at my high heels. Ah, ah, a baby. Yeah, good luck with that, pal. Yeah. All right, I. Let's uh. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Good call, I. Do you want to ask him if he's got anything to plug? Oh, Daddy. Um, one second. George is you. George is coming out as me. (laughs) Oh fuck. (laughs) That might be telling. They're coming. That's hilarious. So you're Bert, and that's Leanne. Yeah, and 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 Lily is Kaka. And Lily's Kaka. Georgia, here, pull that mic towards you. See if that's working. Cal, this is the first fully functional podcast with all the kids. This is great. Okay, not that loud. Do you have any questions? Do you know who this is? Hi. Yes. Came all the way here from Tampa. 
Do you know you know who Cowhide is? Yes. Do you know? Yes, very excited. Yeah. All right, the energy here is fucking kind of fizzling. Keep to, uh, me down. Yeah. Oh my god, I just burped in my mouth. <laughs> okay, perfect, Isla. Can you do a burp in the? Can you do a burp in the? Uh, good job. <laughs> Let's all do it at the same time. <laughs> uh. I'm a really, really good farter. A really good farter. Oh, cool. oh, do it in the mic, Isla. No one can hear it. Well, that is a really good farter. Good farter. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have anything you want to plug, George and Isla? What? Uh, you got happy, you got... Birthday, Isla. happy birthday, Isla. Happy birthday, Isla. Happy birthday, Isla. Okay, all right. My birthday's tomorrow. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, so not my fucking birthday. Ever. Not my birthday. You got two. I only have one. The little girls, girls are exhausting. Hey. There's no way you could win. How yeah. you say that? All right. Stand by. The one dressed like a boy wants to talk to you. <laughs> I'll take it. As opposed to the one dressed in the red pink heels. <laughs> and you know we're boys. You guys are. You guys are. I have a father question for you, but I can't really ask you right now. Would you rather? Oh God. <laughs> Spell it. Spell, if you spell the whole sentence, they can't keep up. Them be a. What? Are you asking? Would I rather T H E Y B E L U T or L E S B I N? Oh, really? What did I spell, George? Exactly. You know what, Cal? I'd rather them be H A P P Y. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know really. That wasn't really a fair comparison because I don't think you care about the second one as much as you would the first one. Which one's? Which one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one. Okay. I wouldn't want them to be an S L U T. Okay, okay. Yeah. Would you rather them be an S L U T or uh, would you rather them be an S L U T with everybody? Yeah. Or uh, she is in fourth grade. She's gonna figure this word out in a second. Or, what? <laughs> or, or 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 date one game's over it's been awesome playing with you guys say goodbye everybody and that's it for funny right now what i'm giving you is the fitness podcast i hope you enjoyed that i hope you uh, liked all about everything about it it is uh it is um i'm very proud of this podcast i'm very proud to have had the people i've had on i'm not stopping it i'm continuing it it's going to be a little sporadic every now and then because i'm on the road, but we will have more fun ones. I wish I had done what Stanhope does. If you haven't listened to Doug Stanhope's happy hour, uh, not happy hour, tin can rehab, you got to check it out. He's posting it right now. I think he's halfway through, but Doug Stanhope's podcast, go and listen to the hungover Christmas or the hungover, the hammered Christmas and get to know the characters on it. And it, and it becomes what a true podcast should be. And that is, it is a soap opera of a revolving group of hilariously funny, demented, uh, sometimes troubled, <laughs> fucking amazing. Uh, it's my favorite podcast I'm listening to right now. I've been very candid about what podcasts I like, not which ones I don't like. I don't really share that. I love getting dug with high. I absolutely love getting dug with high. One of my favorite episodes is when he had the girls from Broad City, but you got to watch that because one of the girls has a panic attack. You can't. It's not like a full-blown, like, I'm freaking out, but you can tell by her eyes she's losing her shit. It's the girl, if you're looking, a girl sitting next to Doug. Um, Getting Doug with High is one of my favorite fucking podcasts. Um, Obviously, you know, I just started listening to this new one, Insignia. Not Insignia. Invisibilia. They did one about uh, 
check out Invisibilia. That's a really good podcast. I don't need to tell you that Ari is doing better in the podcast game than any of us right now. Him and Joey have really fucking hammered this out. They're dedicated. I have not listened. I've only listened to one episode of Fighter the Kid so far, and it's Joe's Intervention with Brendan Schaub, uh, who I obviously have on the podcast today. I did not listen to it before the podcast, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because uh, I would have talked about it the entire time. But it's it's if the, that podcast is anything, because Brian Callen is like me. You cannot let – he cannot let – dead air be dead air and he and it gets uncomfortable but go find that podcast and you can listen to that one i'm sure that's not indicative of the podcast but i'm i'm that's on my i just downloaded it today and i'll be listening to that um what i'll tell you right now is there are no fitness podcasts i really hate that i want chris ty walker to do a fitness podcast i would like him to do it with me personally so that i get in shape but if he posted runs like this once a week we would all be a healthier society if he posted one little fitness fucking talked for five minutes about chia seeds or five minutes about breakfasts or five minutes about shakes, he would be fantastic. He is my friend. I've known him for a while. I met him with Tom Segura, and I've stayed friends with him, although Tom, the shallow man he is, moved down to Redondo Beach and fucking surfs every morning and lays out and does Jack Daniels ads in his Speedo. So... uh so this is it. This is the fitness po- podcast I did with Chris Ty Walker. It is here so you know at the end of this podcast for 17 minutes, you have a workout. So keep it saved on your iPhone, saved on your f- device, your Samsung or whatever. Keep it with you on the road. I will. The reason I'm putting it in it so it's easier for me to find because I do this workout on the road. Fucking mention him at, I think it's, at Chris Ty Walker. Let me see if I can find it. At C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-E-W-A-L-K-E-R. Chris Ty Walker. Okay, that's not it. That's, uh, I just wrote Christy Walker. Fucking, I just misspelled it. Cut. Let's put it in Twitter. Let's see if it comes up. It's hashtag best of Bertcast. Yup. It's Chris Ty Walker. At C-R-I-S-T-Y-E-W-A-L-K-E-R, Chris Ty Walker, Chris Ty Walker. It's the workout edition. All right, guys, that's it. I love you. I do love you. Fucking love you. All right, here we go. I have a mic at the front of my treadmill. Chris, I have a mic, mic so I can shout it in with it. We got the music starting. All right, guys, so here we go then. Class, your run, whatever it is you want to call it, your workout. It's about to start. I'm going to give you three speeds, right? I'll give you a beginner speed. I'll give you an intermediate speed. I'm going to give you an advanced speed. So always listen for those three speeds. If this is your first workout in a while, go to my beginner speed. These runs are going to fuck you up otherwise. So go slow and build into it. You can always come back and repeat the run at a faster level. Uh, but start slow and get into it. The first four and a half minutes are a warm-up, okay, guys? That will be the easiest part of this next 18-minute workout. Great, I can move around. Yeah. All right, guys, so as I said, I'm going to give you three speeds. You get a beginner speed, an immediate speed, and advanced speed. We start in five, in four, in three, in two, in one, and off we go. Speeds, beginner, 5.0, intermediate, 6.0, advanced, 7.0. So your beginner speed is a five, an immediate speed is a six, 
advanced is a seven. You are in the first minute of your warm-up, guys. You are cruising into this. Stay nice and relaxed. Get nice and chill here. Get your breathing going. Find the middle of your treadmills. I'm feeling pretty good, Chris. Yeah, you look it, Bert. Now, any any uh, tips on the proper running? Right now, just get yourself nice and relaxed. We'll get okay. to those tips. Right now, we're going so slow that you're just cruising into it. Relax your shoulders. Slowly find the middle of your treadmills. Every treadmill is different, by the way. So your speeds might not be exactly the same as mine. Ours are miles per hour. If it's kilometers an hour, you want to pick it up a little bit. But that's your treadmill. Most treadmills are miles an hour, though. All right, guys, here we go then. In 12 seconds time, we're going to pick up this speed. 0.7 faster. We go in 7, in 6, in 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, and pick it up. 5.7, beginner. 6.7, intermediate. 7.7, my advanced. All right, guys, you're cruising now. Minute number two. Still in your warm-up, you're going to relax those shoulders just a little bit, okay? Relax your shoulders. Find the middle of your treadmill. Slowly get your stride a little bit longer. Get your abs tighter. You at an intermediate speed, Bert? Yep, Bert's yep. at intermediate, everyone. He's at a 6.7. Looking yep. good. I always forget to run in the middle of my treadmill. Makes a big difference. If you're too close to the front of the treadmill, your stride can't open, and you want a nice, long stride to get through this. All right, then, guys, we're going to pick it up again in 20 seconds. Again, stay nice and relaxed. Get your elbows in by your sides. You've got yourselves 12, 11, and 10. We are going to pick it up to a 6.5 beginner, 7.5 intermediate, 8.5 advanced, in 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, and pick it up. 6.5, 7.5, or 8.5 are your speeds. This is an eight-minute mile right now. And it's just a warm-up. We are two minutes and 12 seconds through your warm-up, guys. Your warm-up is four minutes and 30. You're halfway through your warm-up. So I start dancing. This is the most I've listened on my podcast. <laughs> I normally talk over people. All right, guys, you're cruising through, and now your shoulders are completely relaxed. Your abs are getting a little tidier. You're in the middle of these treadmills. Your elbows are by your sides. Your arms are driving only forwards and backwards. Do not allow your shoulders to rotate because it's going to get a little bit uncomfortable. Here we go. In 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, we raise your speed to a 7.2 beginner. In 3, in 2, in 1, raise it to a 7.2 beginner. 8.2 intermediate. 9.2, my advance. You've got yourselves a little under 1 minute and 20 seconds to go. All right, now your stride's got to get long. It's a little uncomfortable. we got to pick it up one more time. And here we go, then, for the last 45 seconds of your warm-up. We go to an 8, a 9, or a 10. Here it is. In 5. Four, three, two, and eight. Nines and tens, please. Go. All right, guys, you're going to lengthen that stride. Now it is fast. You're really getting yourself warm. Driver's arms a little more aggressive. Bird is still looking good. Someone has been working out. So sexy, Bird. I can't even tell you. All right, and guys, you're down to your final 25 seconds. Everyone together's got 20, 
19, 18. We are going to slow this way down. In 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, in 10, in 9, in 8. Warm-up is over. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And bring it way down, guys. Your warm-up is over. That was a half a mile warm-up. All right, guys, slow it way down now. Stretch it out, please. Music comes down. So you're going to take now 60 seconds to stretch out. Whatever was a little bit tight. Your calves, your quads, your hamstrings, your butt, your back. Stretch those muscles, guys, right now because that was your warm-up. Your muscles are ready to be stretched. You got yourself. Oh, 40 seconds until we go again. If you're like me, you've broken a sweat. You're breathing hard. How's that? It's a lot easier to do when you're on 245. I'll tell you right now. That was just your warm-up, Bert. <laughs> All right, we're going to... warm-up you should kick my ass. <laughs> and Bo would already be in the bathroom sitting down and be like, oh, my God, i got to leave. I have that feeling where you know you're about to shit your pants, but there's nothing you can do about it. All right, and here we go, then. We're going to pick it up into a jog in 10 seconds' time. Remember, guys, this is your workout. Take it. As long as you're working hard, my speeds might be too fast for you. If so, slow it down a little bit and work your way up. Here we go, then, but jog it out, boys. Whatever speed you want. It is interval training at its best. Everything we do today is going to be 45 seconds long. There's nothing longer than 45 seconds here, guys, so you really can push yourselves. So we're in your warm-up jog right now. Everyone, please, take your incline. Up to a 2%. Oh, fuck. Incline goes to a 2. Your speeds will go in 15 seconds to a 7, my beginner. 8, intermediate. 9, my advanced. These are going to get very fast, guys. It's interval training. Here we go. In 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, in 1. Inclines at 2%. Your speed, 7, my beginner. 8, intermediate. 9, my advanced. You are here. For 45 seconds, then you get a break. So guys, get up on those toes, lift that knee a little bit higher, drive those arms a little harder. It's only 45 seconds. You've got 25 to go. A little bit of Rihanna here to do it with. <laughs> you got yourselves. 12, 11, in 10, 9. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Bring the incline down to a zero. Bring your speed down to a jog. Back down, guys. As I said, interval training means we're going to bring your heart rate up. We're going to bring it back down. Heart rate goes up, comes back down. So, again, everything is 45 seconds long. We get to go again in 30 seconds. Nice and slow, but relax those shoulders. And we go again in 20 seconds. Next up, we go 8.5, beginner, 9.5, intermediate, 10.5, my advance. It's 45 seconds on a flat road. We go in 7, in 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and go, please. 45 seconds, 8.5, beginner runners, 9.5, intermediate, 10.5, my advance. Remember, beginners, if that's too fast for you, Take it down just a little bit. Nice long strides. You're up on those toes. Middle of your treadmills. Arms driving. 
aggressively for you. Bird is starting to sweat, people. I just hit the... I just turned the corner. <laughs> 15 seconds to go here. You back down to that jog. In 10, 9, 8, we slow it down. In 7, 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Slow it down. Back for a 45-second jog. Oh. Cruising, guys, real slow. You want a towel there, Bert? Uh, yeah, yeah, give me a towel. Oh, it's on your head. It's behind you. All right, guys. Incline, 4%. Go, please. Already? Incline, 4%. You got to get ready. Fuck. This is my new favorite song of the moment. Really? Love, love. Here we go then, guys. In 10, in 9, in 8. Your speed, please, goes back to that 7, 8, or 9. 7, 8, or 9 on a 4% incline. In 3, in 2, in 1, 7. Beginner, 8 intermediate, 9 my advance on a 4% incline. Fucking 8. Oh. Nice big knee lift, guys. Drive those arms a little harder. It's only 45 seconds. Thirty to go. Nice big knee lift, guys. Keep on driving those arms. You got yourselves. Fifteen seconds. Fourteen. Again, you get recovery. In ten, nine, eight, seven, six, in five, four, three, two. One, zero, your incline. Speed comes down to a jog. You're doing great, Bert. Stay nice and relaxed, buddy. That is three runs out of eight. Almost halfway. Are you fucking serious? Yep. We are ten minutes into your workout. All right, so the inclines are zero. Here comes your speed again. We go nines, tens, elevens for 45 seconds. It gets fast. Nines, tens, elevens? Nine beginner, ten intermediate, eleven my advance for 45 seconds. In ten, nine, eight, seven, in six, in five, four, three, two, one, and go for 45. Nine my beginner is very quick, beginners. Get up on those toes and try and make it faster than the last one if you can't get to that nine. Holy shit. Yeah, Bert's going. He's at his 10.0. Looking so good, Bert. Oh. No. Uh-uh-uh-uh. This is the first 25 time I've ever to done go. intermediate ever. Wow. 20 seconds to go. 15 seconds to go. We're back down to that jog. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Everyone, you got 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Back down, 45-second jog. Slow it down, please. So good, Bert. <sighs> like Bert's private training here. I am definitely pouring sweat. Never kill nobody. This song's with a great Gatsby album soundtrack. Movie was... Uh, Fergie? Fergie? Have you seen that movie? I did see the movie. Is it good? 
I didn't like it. <laughs> I like Leo. Yeah. That man's one sexy looking guy. Alright, incline goes please to a six percent. Oh fuck. Uh-oh. Six is your incline. Here we go, please, guys. Six is your incline. Your speed goes seven, eight, or nine again. With these hills, get the knee higher. We go in five, four, three, two, one, and go, please. 45 seconds up an incline of a 6%. Your speed, seven beginner, eight intermediate, nine my advance. Get that knee raising nice and high, guys. Shit. Ah, here. Yeah. All right, guys, again, knee comes higher and higher, please. Get up on those toes. Get away from that heel strike. Drive those arms as hard as you can. You got yourselves. 22, 21, 20. <sighs> 15 seconds to go, guys. In 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, 6, in 5, 4, 3, Two, one, speed comes down, incline goes to a zero, you down, three runs to go. Oh shit, four and a half minutes left your workout, guys. If you want to take on some water, take on a little bit, not too much. Nice and slow jogging, we get to go again in 30 seconds. Oh. I feel like I'm grasping for air. Door open? No, I'm good. All right, we get to go again. Speed picks up 9.5, 10.5, 11.5. Are you three speeds in 12, 11, in 10, in 9? You're doing great in 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, and go, please. 9.5, beginners, 10.5 in immediate, 11.5, my advanced. Now you've really got to drive those arms. You've really got to open up that stride, get that knee raised nice and high. Come on, Bert. Oh. More arms, big guy. And this is fucking quick. It's quick. Twenty, nineteen, eighteen, seventeen. It goes quickly though. Fifteen seconds. We're back in that recovery. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six. In five, four, three, two, one. Back down to that jog. 45 seconds. You know what? I'm going to be nice here, guys. We've got two runs to go. and give you a minute recovery. Oh, yeah. Slow, oh, yeah. slow it way down. Slow it way down. Jog it out. So, so good, guys. We're going to go again in 40 seconds time. You've got two runs remaining now. All right, we go again in 30 seconds. Game point. What? Two runs left. The two, one really big hill, one really fast sprint. Here to go. Incline goes to an eight percent. Wish you could see Bert's face right now. He's red. He's sweaty. I have that go. like eight percent incline, Bert. Get up there, please. You got to go in 10 seconds. Here we go in nine. Speed seven, eight, or nine. You're back down. Here we go. In five, in four, in three, in two, in one. Inclines at an eight percent. Your speed, seven beginner, eight intermediate, nine my advance. Lean into that hill. Get your knee raising nice and high. You gotta drive those arms, big guy. Let's go. 
This is where you're gonna lose it, everybody. 30 seconds to go. Get away from that front of your treadmill, Bert. Get down in 22, 21. Breathe, big guy. Keep on breathing. I've never seen him do so good. Fuck. 15 to go. In 12, 11. Do not jump off this treadmill early, guys. In 9, in 8, in 7, in 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. You got 90 seconds to go. Alright, we gotta go one more time, guys. Incline comes down to a zero, you're at that job. One more sprint, 45 seconds, as hard as you can take it. Your interval training is done. Here we go. Everything you got, Bert. This is your final 45 seconds, big guy. You just gotta push it. We are gonna go in 15, 14, 13. 12, man, that music as loud as you can go in 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, 45 seconds flat out, in 5, in 4, in 3, in 2, in 1, go, 10s, 11s, 12s, whatever fast is for you, this needs to be the fastest you have been so far, you've got 40 seconds, guys, to give everything you got here, please, where are we at, Bert, 11-0? 11. We going faster than that? I don't think the treadmill goes faster. We're done in 10, in 9, in 8, in 7, in 6, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and down. So, so good. The treadmill shut off. <laughs> I swear to God. The treadmill shut off. That's hilarious. Oh my God. Cheryl's like, no, I'm packing up. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.